If you've got a few minutes to spare and want to hear about technology, we've got you covered. It's the second weekend of May, and while we're wishing your mum has a lovely weekend for Mother's Day, that's for Sunday. For now, for Friday, May 12, you're listening to Australia's fastest technology roundup. This is The Wrap. And we start the wrap this week by looking at the state of computers, devices that we're all still using. You may not lean as hard on a desktop these days, but there's a good chance you're still using a laptop on a desk or even a tablet because the simple truth is as amazing as our phones can be, they're not a one-stop shop for everything just yet. Samsung's Galaxy S8 could just end up kickstarting that revolution, however, as one official accessory makes its way into our hands. It has the rather unusual name of DeX, which means desktop replacement, and this is basically Samsung's interpretation of a smartphone dock. Now, unlike your conventional phone dock, this isn't about playing musical videos, though it can do that, but rather this is about doing the work, doing the work of your life and everything else you might have in it, because this is connecting your phone to a tablet, a mouse, and a screen, and possibly a wired network connection so you can be, you know, productive. And this is more than just a USB port for your Android smartphone, because Samsung has thrown in some neat smarts in the DeX dock, essentially running a layer on top of its version of Android that turns Google's operating system into something that will play nicely with a keyboard and mouse in the desktop environment, so to speak. Now, quite remarkably, in our few days of testing, Samsung has even managed to clear up the problem new operating systems tend to have, because while there are some bugs and a few teething issues, the very fact that you can run the apps that run on your phone in a desktop environment makes DeX very compelling, and it's something we tested in a real working environment. You may not know this, but at the time this podcast and the review of the DeX went to air, Picker isn't exactly a full-time job for this reviewer, and so we were able to test if DeX could work as an actual day-to-day product in a real day-to-day job. Now, we need to note that much of this reviewer's job requires working with web-heavy apps like Google Chrome, so we never felt truly limited because we couldn't use Windows-specific apps since we didn't really need them. But if you're not bothered by that, and if you only rely on browsers and such, as well as the occasional app that actually does exist on Android as it is, you won't be fussed at all, and the Samsung DeX can really stand up on its own two feet, with the $199 Australian price tag making it well worth the gamble if there's even this distinct possibility that you'll be able to switch to your phone for day-to-day and only use that. We're giving it a recommended rating, and that's a solid first effort for a phone-to-desktop replacement product, a genre that's not entirely new and companies have failed at before. And pretty much everyone has failed at this before. So what we're seeing from Samsung to be this successful is actually impressive. You do need either the Galaxy S8 or S8 Plus if you want to try this out, but if you do have one of those, it's definitely worth a look. Now, if you own an iPhone from the past few years and you're a Telstra customer, there's something else you might want to try out this week. Wi-Fi calling. Yes, this week Telstra switched on support for folks that may not get the best mobile reception where they live or where they work and are keen to share the mobile voice bandwidth with something else they might use. If you have a wireless network at home or anywhere else and you use Telstra on an iPhone 6, 6 Plus, 6S, 6S Plus, 7, 7 Plus, SE, seriously, that's pretty much every iPhone for the past few years, you can now update your phone and get talking using the Wi-Fi network at home even if the 4G network isn't as good where you live or where you work. For Telstra and Apple, VoiceOver Wi-Fi is basically an extension to VoiceOver LTE, the same sort of technology, only you rely on a home or work Wi-Fi instead of a 4G or a 3G connection. And we expect this to roll out to other networks that do support VOLTE, VoiceOver LTE, so expect it soon on Optus and possibly on Vodafone later on. 
Now, Telstra isn't the only company dabbling in something new on its network, with Vodafone using this week to declare war on the 13th month. What's that you say? They're only 12 months per year? Well, you're technically right, except for that if you're charged monthly access for prepaid on most telcos in Australia, you're being charged every 28 days, not every 30 or 31. And that means you're essentially paying for 13 months per year, not the standard 12 we all know it to be. This is one of those things that's got a little bit of a dodgy tactic that's never quite worked its way out, but Vodafone seems keen to change things and has this week unveiled 35-day expiries, which basically means if you're on one of the new 35-day expiry plans or prepaid plans, you'll only need to charge your phone around 10 times per year instead of the standard 12 you might expect and the more web-connected 13 that they presently charge for prepaid. And it's not just Vodafone, it's it's Telstra, it's Optus, it's pretty much anyone that has a prepaid plan. And I'm not sure if that applies to postpaid, but it wouldn't shock me. Now, there is a catch, of course, and the catch relates to spend. For instance, if you spend $30 on a Vodafone prepaid plan, you're still going to see the 28-day policy, so the war isn't completely well and truly declared on 28-day charging. If you spend over it, Vodafone expands those four weeks to 35 days. That's kind of how it works. It'll be an incentive enough for many people to buy the more expensive plans, but it's something that needs to be said uh, a little bit like a public service announcement in case you end up missing out. If you do get the $30 option, you don't get the extra days. If you get over the $30 option, you do. And finally, more phone news, because you're probably keen to know everything about phones, and this week HTC has announced another mid-range mobile for the Australian market. It's hard coming up with a headline for this one, it's called the One X10, and it's a rather complicated name that takes a mid-range interpretation of last year's HTC 10, and basically tries to give it a lease of its own. It's a little bit thinner, a little bit flatter, and it carries a $549 price tag, it's a, which makes it less expensive, and it arrives with a 4000 milliamp battery and a rear finger print sensor, two elements we weren't really sure HTC was still doing. More importantly, it appears to be an interesting handset going straight for the throat of Oppo, Huawei, ZTE and Motorola, companies that are basically really pushing for the mid-range dollar. And given that Oppo is making a difference with inexpensive smartphones, there's a report this week that says it even has the biggest Android phone seller for the first quarter of this year in the Asia-Pacific region. It's an area that HTC really has a good reason to be targeting. And at $549, we'd say it could be in with no worries, but we will wait to tell you in our review. And just quickly, something else has dropped by our desk this week, with Microsoft announcing the first controllers for Mixed Reality will be coming later this year. They'll be partnering with HP and Acer to make virtual reality, or rather mixed reality headsets, a real reality. And we'll have more information about those on the picker.com.au website very shortly and with that we've reached the end of the wrap for this week we'll be back next week with more news and entertainment from the way we speak probably uh picker is up for two it journal awards at this evening's lizzie so wish us luck for everyone else though have a great mother's day weekend take care have a great week 